I think he froze. Oh, oh. Hold on, let's see. Fat and froze up. Ah, <laughs> uh, stop. Hold on, I'm gonna fall. Damn, I left my damn phone. <laughs> I was gonna call him, but uh, yeah. Here, let me go get my phone. Yeah. <laughs> we would be the ones. Getting that one. Uh, what's up now? Where you live now? I'm over here in uh, Prattville, Alabama now. You in Alabama? Yeah, yeah. Back home? I'm coming down there next month for a golf trip. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, Montgomery or Prattville? I'm not sure. Bull Shoals or something like that? Golf Shores. Oh, shit. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, Golf Shores. That's a little further away from here, uh. Gulf Shores. I think, I think right, that might be down north or south of us. My bad, man. I, I don't even know what happened, man. Everything just shut down on me. Yeah. So, you know, we, we're about a minute into the show. You know, we're having some technical difficulties. You know, that's, that's expected with what's going on right now. So we want to welcome everybody to episode three of four veterans by veterans. Uh, I am one of the co-hosts, Specialist Patterson. We got another co-host, Specialist P, uh, Ken Walton. And then we got our third co-host, Sergeant First Class Jamal Davis. And then we got a special guest this week. You know, I don't care where y'all at right now. I need y'all to stand up, get on your feet right now, and give a round of applause. Our mentor, our leader from back in the day, Master Sergeant Jesse Player. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Player, what's going on with you, man? Oh, man, I'm just trying to live my best life. I, I see you doing that, man. I see you doing that, man. Yeah, we, we trying to get like you. Oh, I don't know about that. Y'all surpass me. <laughs> I'm still chasing you. Uh, uh, so, sorry, player. We we want to start this off, man. We want to start this off. Okay. Do you remember the first time you met all three of us, <laughs> individually and together? <laughs> and what were your thoughts? Oh man. The only, uh, the only thing I recall right now is it was cold. We had one one little joker from Florida <laughs> out in the B2 area. It was so cold. That joker came in and said, man, I ain't going out there. I'm from Florida. It's too cold. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I do. I do. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah. I mean, they messed around and had us snowed in out there. That first, uh, our first training deal. We ended up snowed in out in B2 where I think we still end up staying out there, what, two weeks? Yeah, a week yeah. or two weeks, something like that. I jumped off the back of that deuce and a half, and uh, my my thighs was covered in snow. I'm like, oh, no, this is – I can't do this. Patterson <laughs> uh, was a little, little joker from Georgia. Well, he was my little PLL clerk. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the best job in the business. <laughs> what do I meet you at, Walter? Uh, I think um, I met you through them. Because, you know, I was on the line at that yeah. time. Who's your, who's your section chief? Oh, who I started out with? I think you started with Garibay. Was it Garibay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll be done yeah. gone. <laughs> I think if I think about it, man, I think the first time we all really met, well, saw a player was when we did those uh, competitions where we had the sports PT. Because me and Pat was in headquarters. Oh, yeah, 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 and, yeah. And you was on the line. So we would run each other playing those different sporting events and talking trash and doing all yeah. that. I so forgot about that. I, I talked some trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should kick their butt every week. <laughs> every Hey, so let, let me ask you. Now, sorry, play. I don't know if you probably don't remember this. When you met me, I, I believe they were getting ready to write me an article 15. Dang. And you came in and you stopped it because I had uh, um, Sergeant Jones from Charlie Company. I had folded him up like a pretzel. <laughs> and they were getting ready to write me article 15. And you came in and you were like, uh, does this soldier have any uh, representation? And the commander was like, no. He was like, well, you can't do what you're doing. And you start going all down these ARs and all this stuff. And I was like, man, who is this Jesus? <laughs> man, I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember. They, they were getting ready to fire me up, man. They were finna get ready to hit me hard. <laughs> and you just walked in that came out of nowhere. I, I, I didn't know who you was or anything, man. You just came out of nowhere. And from that moment, they, they left me alone. Yeah, Dang. I try to take up for my people now. I do that. Yeah. Oh, soldiers. You, you, I, I, all soldiers, I try to take up for them. You yeah. definitely did that, man. So that you yeah. know, from that day on, and then I saw your 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 name tag said player. I said it's gotta be Jesus Hill. <laughs> yeah. It was so crazy. Our our apartment landlords didn't believe that was one of our references. We had to actually call them up. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. So let me ask you this: Do y'all remember when we when we did that uh that sports PT and they had the basketball tournament? What well, I don't know if you had got there yet, but <laughs> but it was me, Davis, and Penny, and and, and I, it, it didn't even matter who you put with us. And then you had the maintenance. It was yeah. Sergeant Player, Sergeant Nelson, Sergeant Gill, Gross, and it was somebody mm -hmm. else. Yeah, you know, yeah. 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 no. Gross <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see him next month. Oh, okay. Down in Alabama. Oh, he in so Alabama? He Alabama? No, he lives in Indiana. Oh, okay. okay. He's down there for a golf trip in Alabama. Oh, okay. golf shores, man. Yeah. I, I'm going to get I don't know. I gotta try to find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we definitely gotta get him on, man. But I ain't seen him in. I know it's been twenty years. Oh yeah. Jeez, I, now I, I know somebody that don't want to see. Him. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say, man. I'm good. <laughs> I 
I learned a valuable lesson that day. Oh, man. Huh? Uh, it was a... Uh, so let me go ahead and preface. I was I, I don't know if I was that long. Well, anyways, just got there. We had an alert. He was the platoon sergeant. Yep, had an alert, and uh, they uh, they called. He said they told us the night before we was gonna have an alert. Uh, he said when I call you, make sure you get your your formation, so on so forth, all your bags, all that good stuff. I ain't get no phone call. So I get down there, I, I get the four and he's getting in my behind. Fast decided that I was gonna talk back. I was like, you ain't call me, bro. which he, I did not get a phone call. Let me just put it that way. And he snatched my damn Kevlar off my head and I Are lost you serious? it. I'm dead serious. I lost my damn mind. I was I, I was wrong because I shouldn't have been running my mouth. But he snatched my goddamn Kevlar and chucked it. And then first on heart came over there, and first on heart old school. You don't talk to my NCOs like that. Light them up, <laughs> and uh, I got hemmed up for that. Not me. I, I never had no more problem with uh, Sergeant Gross uh, since that day. Uh, I never, I never opened my mouth again. <laughs> but uh, I had an issue that that morning. Let's just put it that way. Wow! Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I remember that one, man. Or I might have been. I was, I we, weren't, we weren't even in the unit. Maybe two, three weeks. Oh no, yeah, yeah, maybe two weeks. It was way before you got there. Uh, Tom play. This was he was. Uh, Y'all wasn't even doing because when you got there, it was like left seat, right seat, and uh, it kind of he was handing over, and then he was getting ready to get out of there or something to that effect. But this is like yeah. when I first we first got there, and this was like first one of the first formations, and I had jacked it up. And uh, you know, I'm from Florida. I, I thought couldn't nobody tell me nothing but my mom, and I'm I'm all this and that. And my man snatched that damn kevel off my head. <laughs> so Look at so, but the valuable lessons I had two of them. One, shut the hell up, and 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 whatever you get. Two. Tighten your goddamn chin strap. Make sure your chin strap hard. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right, right. And yeah, you you're right. He was the platoon sergeant when I first got there too. And uh it was him, Sergeant Gill, and there was um uh, I can't remember the other sergeant, but he left. He left, and that's who Sergeant came in. Didn't you have Dudrill over there too? Yeah, I, I had Dodger. Yeah, I had Dodger. But Dodger was he was he was up there with uh with the uh, Sergeant Major and all them guys, man. He he when I got there, he left. He put me in and then he left and went to school and said, Hey, you got it. You just came from school from training. I didn't know what I was doing. I I didn't have a clue. I was ordering stuff like it was going out of style. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, you know you went over the daily budget. Oh, I got a daily budget. Nobody <laughs> tell me about no budget, you know. Right, uh, yeah, why, why are you ordering that radio? Well, I want to listen to some radio. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm. He, 
he gave me that he gave me a manual and said, Here you go. You know, but you know that 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 that's how it was, you know. But but Star Player came in and got us right, you know. He he got us right. We weren't eight up no more. <laughs> but it took a little bit longer for some of us, but yeah. I figured it out yeah. sooner. Yeah. So we got to dealing with the chain of command a little bit, but it it worked out. It worked out right. Like, you know they they were you know to me it seemed like they were uh, back then they were. They would pick on me and you, you know, whenever there was an inspection, it seemed like they knew all they knew way ahead of time. And then like the day before they, they would drop it right on us. <laughs> it it. I was like it, it, every week it seemed like that we did back to back inspections one time. I was like, I just went through this inspection last week. Why are y'all picking me again? Because all the other stuff was jacked. <laughs> <laughs> that, was uh, that was Morrison. Right, right. Yeah. And then so I play, he would come to me and be like, hey, you got this, 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 and this done. I'd be like, nope. All right, I need it done. And like <laughs> an hour. Well, don't look like I'm going to child. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just him and send it down range. <laughs> and look, then look, this was the crazy thing. Everybody else, anybody else came in that unit and asked me to do something during that time. Man, I'm chucking deuces at you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was there was a there was a captain. He came in and he chewed me out one day because I just left. I mean, what are you gonna do? He's a captain. He's just old three. Yeah, man, that's it, man. You know, I didn't know, I didn't understand what the rank was. I just know they didn't talk hard to people, so <laughs> You was good. <laughs> yeah, I was good. What he said, you didn't go talk to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man. But look, so let me ask y'all this. So we're gonna get into I'm I'm gonna say these names, and I want y'all to one word answer. Okay, when I say these names, when I call these names out, one word answer from each one of y'all. All right. So we're gonna start with Walt. All right. Gunny Love. Oh man, you know what? I was just thinking about that dude, uh, and I was I was sitting here about to crack up. I'm like, let me chill, cause I wanted to bring him up. But uh, yeah, that dude was cool as hell. <laughs> Gunny Love, I mean, <clears throat> um, sharp, cool, and and it never for me was never one to try to shine on you, you know, give you a chance and and let you know the you know the little uh, what you call them uh. You know, where they check you real quick and get you straight. Oh, yeah. After yeah. that, yeah, you was on your yeah, you was on your own after that. But yeah, dude had me rolling. Yeah, in the SNA. <laughs> All right, David. Yeah. Uh gun and love leader. Uh that's the that's the first thing that come to mind. Like like Walt mm -hmm. said, he come to you. Uh he didn't try to, you know, if you were jacked up, he get you hemmed up, get you squared away, and it was over with. It wasn't no I'm gonna blow you up in front of everybody and grandstand. It was, hey, I'm, I'm about my, I'm about my business, and uh, and that was pretty much it. So yeah, that's the first thing that I think of when I think of Gunny Buck. All right, solid player. Uh, he was, he was a pretty solid leader. He had a few little challenges, personal challenges, but he he was he was a uh, for his skill set. He knew it. <laughs> he knew his skill set. Now he he was 
technically and tactically sound and that stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, we we had to grab uh Gunny a, a couple of times. He's about to get on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had to grab Gunny a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh Gunny for me, I didn't remember the first time I met him, he had the Malcolm X glasses on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was the first time I had seen somebody with the Malcolm X glasses, I was like, man, he must be a Muslim. So let me <laughs> 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 right, right. He he would. Yeah. Mm. All right. So let me ask. All right. So we we already talked about growth. Staff Sergeant Gill. Well, I don't remember Gill. You don't remember? Uh, I, I I know I know Davis remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to put some words in my head. Hold on. Let me think. He was all right. He was a he was fair dude. He was fair. Uh, but if you wasn't in, if you wasn't, it, I mean, look, I have a room with y'all anyway because y'all cut me from the. We had a good basketball. <laughs> y'all cut me from the basketball team because y'all wanted to be all maintenance. So then I'm here with scrubs. You know what I'm saying? I got scrubs on my squad. Y'all handle everybody. So I still, I mean, you know, Sarkeel wasn't playing no ball. Come on, man. <laughs> Snooky neither. Whatever name, Snook. You ain't playing no ball. Your panties? Mm-mm. Y'all don't put me over there with the scrubs. I'm over there with a fanador. Come on, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, fanador. <laughs> oh, I me with the bad scrub. I'm, I'm, I mean, we ain't got a chance. We ain't got no chance. I'm trying to do Kobe numbers over there, man. <laughs> All right, sorry, Gil. Uh, sorry, player Sergeant Gill. <laughs> That was my shot foreman, old Bradley Gill. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was cool. He was cool. Uh, I, I'm still in touch with all those guys. Are y'all in touch with them? Mm-hmm. Gill, I've been looking for Sergeant Gill. Yeah, Gill is uh he's on my uh, Facebook page. Um, he's down in Texas. He works for the VA, I think. That's right. He is from Texas. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. He's from Texas. He worked down. In, he works with the VA. I haven't like talked to him, talked to him in a while. But uh, yeah, he got out, back problems or whatever. He, I think he med board out. Yeah, that's right. I do remember him. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Him. Now, first time I met. Say that again. I think he made staff sergeant while I was there. Right, he did. He was staff sergeant. Yeah, he yeah he made staff sergeant. And uh, he didn't. He didn't let nobody forget that either. By <laughs> uh, fact, he was the guy when I folded up that sergeant like a pretzel. He was the guy that came and tapped me on my shoulder and told me I had to turn him loose. <laughs> I said, what asked for it though. He was like, "You still got to turn him loose. Turn him loose." <laughs> <laughs> All right, now the last the last name I got on here, you know, he he's our he's our dog. Uh oh, sorry, first class Nelson. Yes, sir. Oh man, that was a cool dude, man. I like talking to him. He uh <clears throat> he had to pull me off uh what's his name? Morsey's or something. What's the dude's name? Oh uh Moyer. Moyer had to pull me off of Moyer in the motor pool once. I'm about to get at him. And uh, Sarge, I guess he was all for it. He's just going to watch him some. But uh, he said, man, don't. 
he told he pulled me to the side. He said, "Man, don't let them don't let them get you and that, this and that and all that." And he gave me a good talk, man. It calmed me down because I was heated. <laughs> it got a little I don't know why, but it got a little personal for me. I was like tired of him doing stuff and I'm getting blamed for it. Right. So yeah, it got yeah it got to me. So yeah, he talked to me, calmed me down. But he was always always cool dude, and I always heard from y'all, you know, about uh, some of these NCOs. <clears throat> Like Sergeant Player, Sergeant Nelson, and everything. I knew the ones y'all liked and respect the most from experience, you know, uh, or, or who was hooking y'all. Tell me about what they was doing for you and everything. I'm like, dang, my supervisors ain't about nothing. <laughs> 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 my supervisors ain't about nothing, man. God, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, after I got after COB, I ain't want nothing else to do with my supervisors. But I thought I thought all those guys were cool, especially Sergeant Nelson. David, I, I have to I have to agree. I'm on the same train. Sergeant Nelson, look, man, we all of us sitting there know that I was a problem child when I first got there. It took me a minute to grow up. I was I was can't get right. And uh Sergeant Nelson and, and Sergeant Player were the two that really was like, you need to get your shit together and grow up, basically. And uh Sergeant Nelson deal with me more because if you saw Sergeant Player and you had messed up, that's not it's not a good day for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he didn't yell, he didn't scream, he didn't holler, he didn't do all of that. But that look, he, he would just give you a look and you'd be like, damn, I'm fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you know, right. Sergeant Nelson, he would come to you and he would like, like uh, Walt said, he'd come to you and he'd let you know what's real. He's not sugarcoating anything. And he's like, dude, you you jacked up, man. We we looking out for you. We we know you're a good soldier when you're in here and you're working. Get out here in these uh these streets, you on some other stuff, but uh you know you gotta grow up, man, for us uh for you to actually survive your your first term here in the military. So I definitely took a lot from uh Sergeant Nelson. Uh his his words of wisdom, definitely. Right. Sorry, player. That sounds just like Nelson talking too. <laughs> that was my road dog right there. Boy, that joker there. Man, we was tight. We was tight. I remember one time I was on him, but I was just mentoring him and everything. But he got mad. I think he had just come down on assignment for recruiting dude. He was out in the field. And I, I guess I might have been riding a little too much. It was dark. He had got upset. <laughs> it was hot. He took his off and he slammed it on the ground and threw his whip on the ground. What? Why you keep riding me? You want to get it on? Let's get it on right now. What is wrong with you, man? I'm recruiting and this and that. You started riding me. Come on, man. Get off. Let's get off. You know, but we were tight, man. You know, uh, he was only four hours away from me when I got out here, and I honestly didn't know if there was anything wrong with him at the time because he's, we used to communicate, talk on the phone, this and that. He went to California, Steve Harvey show. He was doing all these things, and I'm still gonna try to reach out to his sister and try to figure out what happened. Right. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I was like, that caught me off guard. I'm like, what? Yeah, me too. Yeah, because he came, Brett. About an hour away from me, he went to Branson or whatever, and that's we talked. I said I'm like 45 minutes away. We were supposed to link up, but we never got a chance to link up. But um, I don't know. 
I must see still trying to find out. Right. <clears throat> but he did good with his career. He did 20 some years. He switched over to be a recruiter. He stayed out there. He did pretty good. Yeah. He did. That, that's that's our that's our dog. And for me, man, he I still use this saying till today. He used to always come, he used to always come and ask me this question. Patterson, where you think you at? Stuff your way. <laughs> Always come ask me that, man. And I still use it today with my sister. Y'all think y'all y'all think y'all at Burger King? <laughs> you know, it's, I, I knew when he I knew when he was serious and when he was joking, man. When when he got serious. He wasn't yeah. stuck at one time, man. You knew. Hey, he on you. He yeah. on you straight. Yeah. Don't get straight. He on you. So let, let me ask you how it is. So, so I play, you did, you did about 30 years, right? 25. 25. 25. Davis, you did 20. You did 20 right on the dot. No, nah, I did 21 in seven days, something like that. 21 and seven days. I, I I completed my initial contract. <laughs> well, I was supposed to leave. I was supposed to leave first. <laughs> right, right. Because according to Sergeant Nelson, I was going to stay in and you was gone. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. And uh, so would you all do that, do it all over again? Most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. So w- would you change anything or would you just let it ride like it did? Uh, well, it's some things you would like to change, you know, if you know then what you know now. But for the most part, I'm blessed, man. So, yeah. hey, I'm in good health, and hey, it is what it is. Right. We all go through rough patches in the military. You always right. deal with some people that ain't quite right. <laughs> you find your ways to get through those little trials and tribulations, and, you know, it works out. Yeah. So when I got to that level where I was at, I'm gonna do it my way because I remember all the wrong ways. A lot of people did a lot of things, so I want to make sure I try to lead something, show what right looked like. Right, right. And you, you definitely did that. Definitely did that. And then look, you got you know uh, Sergeant First Class David, who were working on trying to be first sergeant. Uh, <laughs> that's under your hierarchy. He in your hierarchy. I'm in, I'm in the coaching tree. I'm in the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I took, I took everything I could from you, some player. Um, who else, man? I took some stuff from Sarn Gross. I, I did take some when I went to Range. When I went to Fort Benning, I took some. There was some stuff that I took from Sarn Gross uh, that I used. Uh, but I, I think the main thing I took from you was, like, leadership don't require all this hollering and screaming and all of that. Like, and 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 then and the other thing I took was, whether that soldier make a mistake or does something wrong or whatever it is, he's still a soldier. You still treat that soldier that way. It's nothing personal. It's business. We're gonna try to get you squared away if you made a mistake, so on and so forth. If you if you can't make it. For everybody, we'll get you up out of here. But it's not a personal. I'm still gonna treat you like a soldier every day, twice on Sunday. 
So, right. Well, mm, man, you know what? Uh, I, I never had a sergeant player as a, a supervisor, but I always thought. And I never said anything. I said, man, y'all been not y'all been not screw up, man. <laughs> I don't know about that too, man. That, that's why that look, that's why that look meant so much. It, like anybody else could give me that look, and I'd be like, yeah. I'll play or something else and give me that look. Right. Yeah. I said, man, I don't know y'all to mess with this guy, but um <laughs> <laughs> His Dang. old demeanor was cool, but I didn't want to see the other side. Yeah, I didn't see the other side. But uh, I take, I think if I was to go back and change anything, it just come back even harder at me because that's probably what it took for me to learn. So I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't change anything, especially for all of uh, what I learned and, and not just from experience, but from the people. <laughs> from the people. And, um, <clears throat> I learned this throughout life, just uh, after uh, even in, in the military and even after, you know, like David said, it don't leadership is not all that, you know, hollering and, and cussing and carrying on, you know, trying to jump, call yourself jumping down somebody's throat. Uh, that's, you know, you don't have to be mad to get your point across, you know, right. sometimes a little motivated, but, you know. <laughs> People gotta learn the difference. What <laughs> 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 you say, sorry? Every year there's a drill sergeant. Right. Not every year. I remember one time I often looked at a private and I was just looking at him just to see what they do. He started shaking. <laughs> he told me everything he done wrong that day. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> they just come out with it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that look that you used to give, you, you probably don't remember y'all made me take back my first car. It was a 1999 <laughs> Nissan mm -hmm. Altima. I bought it. Y'all made me take it back to the... <laughs> I ended up getting a 1994 Ford Taurus. <laughs> we did that. Yeah, y'all did that. You and something else, man. Y'all like, man, you, listen, your pride. You don't even make enough money to pay the insurance on this. Hey. <laughs> and I'm taking it back, man. Nineteen ninety, yep, Nissan Altima. Took it back and got a, a Ford Taurus. My payment was two hundred dollars a month, and the insurance was two fifty. I remember that Ford Taurus too, boy. They kept yeah. that money clean. I do too. Yes, sir. So let me ask y'all this now. What advice would you give the next generation of soldiers coming through? That's a great question. Who going first? <laughs> I, 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 I go, it's all about discipline. Mm -hmm. You gotta have some discipline. You know, <clears throat> uh the soldiers nowadays, I mean the army has changed so much. You got soldiers that are getting promoted so fast and turning around. I see E5s drill stars now. Whereas as a non-commissioned officer, us coming through an e-file is still trying to learn how to be a leader. Right. So, you know, uh, you got to have discipline. You got to have discipline and you got to have compassion, too, because a lot of times, especially with me, um, when, a, when somebody's acting out, doing a lot of crazy things, there's something going on with them. 
So as a leader, you gotta say, okay, what is going on? Why is this soldier doing X, Y, and Z? So as a leader, they need to learn how to pull itself aside and hey, and figure out what the problem is. And if right. they don't want to talk to you, <clears throat> somebody they can talk to, they have confidence with. Uh, uh, the younger soldiers need to uh, talk to the leaders. I mean, pick their brains for whatever they got. If you're talking about the young soldiers type deal, because it to, it's, it's a little harder. It's more of a business now in the military. Now that's what I kind of see. Yeah. Wow. More, more people are not about taking care of soldiers; they're about checking the block and trying to chase rank instead of learning their jobs and letting soldiers let the report card write itself. You know. So right. yeah, I would say just you gotta have discipline. Always stay up on your regs. You know, you gotta stay on the regs because. I, I used to tell my soldiers, ain't nothing personal, you know. Even when I give them a counsel statement, I always tell them on the back, this is how you protect yourself, you know, because what I'm doing is not personal. On the back of a counsel statement, hey, you can put, yes, I concur what's on this side, but write your story. If what's going on right now is not what is right, put your story on here. That way you're talking for yourself. So when you go see the commander, <clears throat> hey, okay, something ain't right, because if you don't write anything in it, it's just going to assume you're guilty. Right. You see what I'm saying? A lot of times leaders don't teach soldiers how to protect themselves because if they get mad about it, they're taking it personal, but it's not supposed to be personal. You know, hey, we're here to coach mentor and provide direction to soldiers, and that's what we're supposed to do. But a lot of times people don't. Man, listen, we, we need to send that to the White House. Uh, <laughs> uh, Davis? I mean, uh, I'm kind of on that same train. It, it, it has turned into more. You got the, the uh, these young NCOs that's getting promoted. But they haven't really even learned. You know, they don't even live. A lot of them don't even live the values. You know, they just like like some players said. They, uh, Matt, Song, I'm sorry, Matt, Song player said they, they checking the block. You know what I'm saying? So this it's uh. How can I get promoted the faster? Okay, I gotta take this college. Okay, cool. I got college knocked out. Oh, I gotta have these correspondence course. Okay, I got this. Uh, I need position for so much time, so on and so forth. And the soldiers that work for them get lost in the shuffle. And if the soldier makes a mistake or something, it's personal now because now you're making me look bad. You know what I'm saying? It's just messing up my next stepping stone. And that's what I saw as I was walking out the door. And it it got to a point where you just try to pull as many as you could aside and be like, hey, this is how we do business. This is how you take care of soldiers. Uh, and I, just going back to that question you asked earlier about, is there anything I would change? I kind of, like some players said, I kind of go back and forth with it. Yeah, there's some stuff I would love to have changed, especially in the beginning uh, of my career. But with that being said, a lot of the stuff that I went through as an NCO, when I when I I could see it coming a mile away, I could see I could see Roscoe getting ready to do something stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, I did that. Okay, hey, come here. Let me talk to you for a few ticks. You know, get your story because I know yeah. what you're to do. You know, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. So it definitely, uh, definitely helped out a lot. All right, so let, let, let's transition into this. Mm. You know, a lot going on right now with soldiers as far as, you know, them taking their lives and stuff like that, you know, and, and you know, we, we call it mental health issue. Well, I like to put a different spin on it. I call it mental wealth. 
you know, when you think about wealth, most time people think about money and how much money you got. But on the mental side, you know, are, I don't I don't know if we are doing the same thing with our mental capacity as far as building our mental wealth the same way we are our financial wealth. And and in return, we're seeing a lot of soldiers like they're, you know, killing killing themselves every day. I think the study was every 22 seconds or something like that, or 32 seconds or something like that, you know. And so what I want to ask all you guys from back when we were in the military up until now, what are you doing to build your mental wealth to make sure that you're good? So uh, research, research everything you hear, <laughs> everything. Mm -hmm. I talk to mental health, you know, you talk to mental health. Those guys are mm -hmm. professionals. Mm -hmm. Those guys are the ones that break you down. You go on there, you start talking, it's like they already know what you're thinking. You know, and sometimes uh, it's a form of depression. So mm -hmm. uh, some of the things some somebody went through during combat or whatever, losing people and stuff like that, it affects you a certain type of way. As a soldier, you know, you know, David's been in combat. Uh, some things where they're serious to some people ain't they serious to us? You know what I mean? So, one of the bigger things I had to learn how to do is okay, this is kind of serious to them. Whereas I've been in a situation where I could have lost my life, but that situation, and so what's going on with that person might not be that serious to me. So, I had to learn how to be more sensitive because combat makes you hard, and uh, I have to learn to get back into the I wasn't in the room. Yeah. So mental health, mental health will help you through that stuff. So, I, I mean, you still have challenges and stuff like that. I have a little medication and stuff, but hey, hey life is good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, would, I would say to it, because uh, I'm talking mental health for sure, because uh, you got to remember when we came in, that culture was different, though. We would suck it up and drive on. It was you know, and we passed that down too. I, I mean, I know I did. I know. Get suck it up and drive on. Hey, man. You know, suck it up. Let's let's go. We got we got stuff to do. You know, and uh, that is a regret I do have. I mean, I did kind of see it. You know, as I was getting ready to walk out the door and started changing my ways, but that that culture that we have uh, kind of promotes that. Like, hey, man, you good? Let's let's go. As a leader, you got to know your soul. That's true too. You got to know your soldiers. So me, when I was in those higher positions and stuff like that, I, I used to push some of my soldiers to a point to where they started get to that point, and and I back off them. So that way, when if we was in a situation combat, uh, very stressful situation, when they start acting that certain way, I know I need to pull them out. Mm -hmm. That's that trigger. I used to know what they trigger. I might they'd be like, "Why is he running riding me like this here?" It wasn't personal. It was just me trying to figure out how far I could push you when we doing certain things. That's gonna endanger myself or yourself and you start acting a certain way hey i know this time hey let me pull you out take a chill pill, all the other good things that's the biggest thing about leaders today they don't take that time with these soldiers and then you got on the nco on the enlisted side of the house you got people got degrees just like the officers the only difference is the officers getting paid more you know right and the officers trying to run this uh military now you know whereas i ain't play that yeah you know, yeah so. that's true Right. You got officers trying to run the military. You ain't got NCOs to teach officers how to do stuff. You just got a problem. And All the right. private and the, and the lower, lower enlisted is one of the suckers. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. See, that, that's where I got it from, the officers. You know, 
my thinking with them. Yeah, I I completely agree with uh, Sergeant Player and uh, Sergeant Davis. Um, got to get to know uh, what they say. You got to be ten uh, percent smarter than your equipment. And uh, from what I found out <clears throat> in Fort Polk, I was uh, equipment. <laughs> when, I, uh, when I got killed and I, I had to go to this little, I forgot the name of it, but it filled sandbags because I got killed. They said I couldn't go back to my order, my uh, unit order, another one of me. <laughs> I was like, order me. What? Why uh, you yeah. You equipment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what well, that was in uh, Fort Polk. But um, as far as mental health, when I came back from Iraq, I had some issues that, uh, you know, I tried to shake off. I thought, you know, I just needed I just need a little time, you know, to myself or whatever. But um, people uh, could see it. Mm -hmm. They could see it. As I look back, I didn't know what was going on, but people could see it. I was uh, I was coming to formation late. Sometime I ain't come. They call me. I was in a hotel somewhere or whatever, but they talked to me real. I mean, they wouldn't, you know, do like they would normally like with some like you talking about the old military. Normally, yeah, you know, they finna chew you up. Mm -hmm. But they talked to me just as cool. Like, hey, look, listen, well, are you you all right? Are you safe? Are you somewhere, you know, this? I'm like, yeah. And I had this trigger, this hair trigger, I felt it, where I was just waiting for someone to say something, the wrong thing, whatever, you know. <clears throat> real confrontational and um, this is like immediately coming back from Iraq and uh, they said well just stay where you at we're going to get back with you we're going to formation we're doing this and that or whatever and we'll call you you know and let us know if you need someone to come and get you I mean real cool about it and um, it took a while once we finally got to go on leave because they didn't let us go immediately you know they held us there for a second I'm going to leave I thought I calmed down I thought I'd calm down. I say, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. But uh, eventually <clears throat> it came back at me. I had blackouts and stuff like that. You know, I was getting suspended from my job. I worked, <laughs> I worked at a prison <laughs> and this stuff was coming back at me. And I wound up, I finally went to talk to somebody and they got with me. And uh, yeah, the lady, when I talked to her about what I had on, man, it looked like I thought she was about to cry. Uh, I don't know what she was, a social worker, a counselor, something like that. I, yeah, like she had tears in her eyes. And um, she got quiet as an awkward moment of silence in there because I was like, okay, what did I say? Or oh, not, what not? What, what just happened here? <laughs> I think, uh, like, we just lost two of them. I'm still here. Can y'all hear me? You still good. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. But yeah, um, and that's when I got diagnosed with PTSD. Um, actually, it was uh, IED PTSD. Mm. Yeah. Wow. 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 That that's oof, man. Okay. So so what what do you all do other than let's say talking to uh, mental health? What else do you all do to you know when you feel like you're about to get into one of those moments or you know? Things just not going right mentally. What else do you do? I got so many hobbies I can't store. I always got something to keep me busy. If it ain't fishing, it's hunting. If it ain't hunting, it's lifting weights. If it ain't lifting weights, I'm doing woodwork. 
I'm always I got some playing golf. I'm busy. I keep it moving. Keep it moving. Plus me and some of my old army battle buddies, we talk every day still. You know, that's one of the things we talk. Sometimes we talk about some of these situations and stuff like that. Go mm-hmm. like that, and then just talk to other soldiers. You know, a lot of these young soldiers looking for leadership, and you, you stop and talk to a private because I'm outside of military installation. They're they not they don't know. They don't know. You know, it's just little things you teach them about shaving this and that. It's like nobody ever told me this. Nobody ever told me that. So, like, dang man, simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, these kids just don't know. They really actually train for combat. Right, right, that right. Kid, you know, being all nice and all the other stuff, and then all of a sudden you find yourself in Afghanistan. Like bullets don't sound the same as they do in Mortal Kombat or whatever <laughs> the games they play. Right. You know what I mean, right. huh, Davis? And yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, damn, show don't sound the same. Yeah, no. uh, uh, games that you playing, shoot, get your life back. It ain't the same over there. Yeah, yeah, it ain't happening. <laughs> Yeah, you know about the IED, mm-hmm. huh? That stuff is real. We had a truck come back, and you remember when they when we first went? Didn't nobody like I, I'll just speak for my unit. We didn't have so you going on convoys. You didn't have radio. You didn't have cruiser. And we had one where one of our uh, convoys went out. They came back and they hit IED, and. We had, remember, we used to have the, uh, the tarps on the back of them uh, five tons of deuce and a half back in the day. And uh, we had soldiers in the back of that uh, five ton. And I remember, start, you know, we rushing to get everybody off the back of the, the truck. And I'm looking, and the tarp is like down there shredded. You could see where all the shrapnel had went through. Uh, you know, by the grace of God, nobody was injured. I think the worst injury, somebody blew a, a eardrum or something like that, but nobody was killed. Nobody had like a, you know, shrapnel injury or anything like that. But uh, I just remember looking at that truck, like, how did, how did this happen? You know, how did y'all, nobody got hurt? I mean, I was thankful, but at the same time, like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's a miracle. <laughs> that, check, that counts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hmm. So, uh, I don't and know I, let me ask y'all this: Is is VA doing right by veterans when it comes to mental health? I think so. Yeah. Is it something that they can approve improve on? I, I really don't have no problem with them. You know, I, I really don't. And maybe yeah, maybe a couple of years ago, they were so overwhelmed with a lot of stuff. A lot of people didn't get treated properly. But I have not. I. I have not have no problems with them at all. You know, you just got the biggest thing is going there. That was the biggest hardest thing for me was to go there. Because me, uh, you know, I got that mind like, ain't nothing wrong with me, but actually something was wrong with me. Right. That was my hardest part. But other than that, anytime, sometimes you may have appointments, they go may go out a little bit. But by me being retired, I got, you know, try care for life and stuff like that. And sometimes they're backed up too. So it's about the same, I think. David said about this pandemic and that mental health stuff. I mean, I I can't. I have to let. I have to speak on that. I mean, because I've heard the horror stories before I retired, but since I've been out, I'm saying I have no issues 
with a VA. Um, <clears throat> I got mental health immediately because as I as I'm going out the door, you know, uh, I'm hard hit. I'm like, I'm good, I'm fine, or whatever. I set up a mental health appointment. I my my mindset was I'm gonna go talk to this guy. I'm gonna be good, and then I'm gonna go back to work and finish my day. Man, I went in there. I talked to the counselor. Counselor leaned back in the chair. Hey, man, you finna go to the hospital. I was like, nah, I got to go back to work. I just needed to talk to somebody real quick. Nah, if you don't go in the hot, if you don't voluntarily go, I'm going to force you to go, and you don't want that. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there looking at him, because you know the stigma, you know, at least, it, but at least, you know, at one point, you didn't, you didn't go to not for mental health, sick call, uh, senior NCO, NCO period. You know what I'm saying? So I already felt some type of way. I got forced to go there. Uh, I ended up in the uh, the place where they give you those great socks with the grips on them for about four days. Uh, ate some jello. It was good to go. But uh, that's where I got, that's where I found out like I had a problem. That's exactly what I, I didn't know. Before that point, I did not know I had a problem. I was, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm Suck it up and drive on. Everything all right. We good. And uh, you know that's when they, they was like, "No, you you not good, bro." Yeah, by me, doing, <laughs> when I was right. in those those reintegration classes and stuff like that. I was like, "I ain't got time for that crap." I should have been taking that, but that's yeah. exactly. But because of my position, I'm like, I ain't going to that crap, and I blew them off. But I really should have been. Yeah. Right. And you know, for me. Until I until I started talking with Davis, uh, he was like, "Man, you know this is this going on," and he said something, and I was like, "Well, dang, that kind of going on with me," you know. And just so happened, I went to a VA appointment, and it's this guy that's, that's at the uh, I want to say his name Lou. He said, "Hey, man," he said, "I'm transitioning to this other department, and I would like to set you up for an appointment." And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I'll do it, you know. And so when he set me up, he set me up with somebody to talk to. I get in there and start talking, and, you know, stuff from years back, you know, that, you know, that I had, I guess, kind of pushed down. You know, it, it used to be an old song, old gospel song about the, uh, the goat was down in the well, and the man went to bury him, and he put the dirt on him. And the goat would shake it off and pack it up on his feet. Well, come to find that's what I was doing. I was just shaking stuff off and just packing it up on the feet. <laughs> I think that's what we all were kind of doing is that, you know, you shake it off and you pack it up on your feet and you think you're, you're getting higher, you know, but you still got all that stuff that's up under you, you know. And if you don't start, you know, dealing with it, you know, you know, whether it be day by day or minute by minute, like it'll start eating you up. You know, and, and like you said, well, you know, pe people can tell, you know, when, when when there's a difference in you and you're not your normal self, you know. So uh, and I've never had any like VA has been a godsend for me. Uh, every time I go up there, you know, they pay me, you know, they put me in a, a in a uh, in a three star hotel. 
You know, they feed me breakfast. So, you know, listen. What, I, on on? <laughs> I haven't had a plan like that, man. <laughs> Got it good. Yeah, so That's anytime good. they want to send me to Tampa, man, I'm like, hey, let's go. I'm ready to go tomorrow. <laughs> you know, now I could talk to my counselor just right off this ear iPad on my phone. They got a little link. You can just talk to them right there. Hey, look, man, we need to holler. I need to holler at you. You know, hey, we get down like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, hey, yeah. I, as soon as, especially when the pandemic hit, that that's the first thing my counselor say. Hey, we ain't gonna link up. Uh, you're not driving to Tuskegee no more. You, hey, I'm gonna send you this link, <laughs> and uh, we'll link up that way. So, and then you know, also like. You know the vision is for this podcast to to become that as well for soldiers. You know because there are a lot of soldiers that they they're going through stuff and and they don't know how to talk about it. You know, and 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 that's the vision for this podcast. We can bring some soldiers out, man. Like you know where you can come out and talk about stuff that you know that that normally don't get talked about or heard about. You know, and uh, and so that that that's the vision for it, man. For veterans, by veterans, you know, and uh, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to keep dying every day. Like, you can come right here and you can talk about those issues and we can get them on the table. And also, we can start getting people help in the future, you know, with all our connections right now, you know, uh, with Sergeant Player, you being in the Midwest and, and uh, you know, Davis, you in the South. Uh, Walt in the South. I'm in. I'm in South. <laughs> yeah. You know, Davis and I don't switch places. Yeah, a Georgia boy and I'm a Florida boy. You know, mm-hmm. so <laughs> you know, well, we can get people help. You know, uh, but you know, we 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 about to run over our time, so uh, we're gonna uh, do our ending words. You know, uh, Walt, if you wanna leave us with something and, and let the people know where you can be found. Uh, you can reach me at Ken Walton, K-I-N Walton at, uh, at Facebook, but uh, or, or Messenger, either way. Uh, anything that you heard here or uh, especially from me, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe you, you feel like you want to add more information. Uh, you got some uh, you got some good resources or something, you, you know, you can uh, help out with. Or if there's anything incorrect or whatever, like I said last time, I stand to be corrected. But um, it's good to see Sergeant Player, man. I ain't seen him in some years, but uh, <laughs> it's always good to see my buddies, uh, you know, my other battle buddies. But yeah, I haven't seen Sergeant Player in, in, in years, so that's always good. Right Brought some good memories. Yeah. Uh, All right, Sergeant Davis. I, I don't want to be found, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, just if, if you if you have just the slightest inkling that you need help, there's so many resources out here. Whether you retired from the military, where you just ETS, whether you got out, whatever, reach out to somebody and, and get some help. And uh, and if if you don't know you got a problem, reach out anyway and let somebody uh, help you out and figure it out if you got a problem. Instead of uh, you know packing that dirt up and standing. Standing on top of it, looking crazy. Go, go get some help. <laughs> All right, sorry, player. Hey, I pretty much same thing everybody else said. Uh, my Facebook page is my name exactly, and if you know me, you already know you can reach out to me anytime. It don't matter what time it is. 
If I hear it, I'm going to answer it. If I can help you, I'm going to help you. Uh, if I can't help you, I'm going to find somebody that can. So uh, just all stay positive with whatever we got going on. And, hey, it should work out. Treat everybody how you want to be treated. That's how I see it. Correct, correct. And then th- this is a number. It's the Veterans Crisis Line, and you you don't you don't have to be a veteran to call this number either. You know, you can be a regular civilian, police officer, fire I- anybody can call this number right here. It's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five, and press number one. And I say that again: one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Press number one. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you hit the love button. Make sure you share us, subscribe <laughs> to us. You know, the Impact Media channel, we all on Facebook. We're on Instagram. It's the Impact Group. Go and hit us, like us, share us. Uh, on uh, YouTube, uh, it's the Impact Media channel. And on Twitter, we're coming to a space near you. Peace. All right.